Section 3. Key Progress to Date 3.1. Supporting Employers to Recruit and Retain Disabled People Social Security Scotland Improving Recruitment Practice Since its inception, Social Security Scotland has taken a proactive approach to recruiting and supporting disabled workers. However, due to the impact of COVID-19, recruitment activity was paused from March 2020 to September 2020. To ensure all reasonable adjustments were in place for those that needed them and all impacts had been identified, the agency worked with stakeholders, the Staff Disability Network and trade union reps to gather information to inform an equality impact assessment before progressing with virtual recruitment methods. Candidate workshops have subsequently continued, moving online, and work is underway to record information sessions for prospective applicants, which will be hosted on the Social Security Scotland website. Social Security Scotland actively encourage all colleagues to disclose diversity information and this has resulted in an increase of employees identifying as disabled. In March 2019, 58.4% of staff had not disclosed any information regarding disability, whereas by September 2020, this has reduced to 25.7%. In March 2019, 8% of Social Security Scotland workforce had identified as being disabled, which had increased to 12.1% by September 2020. Scottish Government Recruitment and Retention Plan for Disabled People the Recruitment and Retention Plan for Disabled People was published in 2019, setting out the actions we would take as an employer to support more disabled people into work in Scottish Government and to enable existing disabled employees to thrive and succeed at work. It was developed in partnership with the Council of Scottish Government Unions with advice and insight from disabled people's organisations and, importantly, through dialogue and engagement with disabled people who work for the Scottish Government. This paragraph contains a hyperlink. The Recruitment and Retention Plan for Disabled People can be found at https colon forward slash forward slash www.gov.scot forward slash publications forward slash fairer hyphen scotland hyphen disabled hyphen people hyphen scottish hyphen government hyphen recruitment hyphen retention hyphen plan hyphen disabled hyphen people hyphen 2019 forward slash pages forward slash one forward slash the plan set four outcomes increasing representation of disabled people building an inclusive culture improving policies and practices 
and creating accessible workplaces. Progress was hampered by the pandemic, which resulted in a number of action owners being realigned to support the organization's response. However, we have made progress with some key areas of the plan, most notably in relation to workplace adjustments, enhancements to our senior civil service recruitment processes, and talent development. We have piloted a new model around workplace adjustments for all new staff entering Scottish Government, see Case Study, page 8. This information can be found later on on this section. Introduced a range of improvements to our recruitment into the senior civil service, designed to increase diversity and candidate experience, and for 100 middle manager posts, we have implemented a recruitment outreach campaign, engaging around 140 external organisations. Delivered our Future Leaders Diversity Conference in November 2020, a positive action initiative to market graduate opportunities to disabled people, minority ethnic communities and those from less advantaged socio-economic backgrounds. Continued to invest in our future talent pipeline and increase the diversity of the applicant pool for our graduate development programme. Disabled candidates made up 51.8% of those invited to the assessment centre and 62% of those that were selected for the final GDP 2019 cohort. In addition to the above, we have ensured that the plan's principle of advancing disability equality and inclusion was a core aspect of our response to the pandemic, which presented opportunities to drive improvement. For example, we continued to support staff to adapt to changing work requirements, including through an inclusive well-being series of communications providing support, tips and advice. As we moved to working from home, nearly 3,000 workplace adjustments were put in place, including transferring adaptive equipment to people's homes. Overall, progress continues to be made towards the Scottish Government becoming a more diverse workforce that is representative of Scotland's population. Using data for the core Scottish Government workforce as of September 2020, 12.9% of employees who chose to share their personal information identified as disabled. Note, it should be noted that the data presented in this section refers to SG Core only, in keeping with the data and methodology used to produce the target for disabled employees. This has increased from 6.3% in September 2013. Scottish ministers remain committed to achieving a representative workforce by 2025, which would mean 19% of the workforce being disabled. As part of this commitment, Scottish ministers have set a target for the Scottish Government regarding the proportion of disabled people recruited through external campaigns, 
currently 25%. Note for SG core based on SG core data. This was based on the assumption that we would undertake large-scale, external, coordinated recruitment exercises, but these have reduced since 2019. Recruitment of disabled staff for the core Scottish Government peaked at 21.0% in 2018-19. In the most recent financial year, 2019-20, recruitment of disabled people fell to 13.9%. At this time, ministers are currently reviewing the equality outcomes for the Scottish Government as an employer as part of the equality outcomes and mainstreaming reporting process and new outcomes will be set in March 2021. Following this, a review of the disability recruitment target will take place based on complete 2020-21 data, which will also take into account the impact of COVID-19 on recruitment patterns during this period. We recognise that to deliver on our recruitment ambitions, we will need to do things differently, at pace and at scale. We are currently investing in senior capacity and skill within our resourcing team to drive forward the required changes across our band A to C recruitment. For senior civil service recruitment, we will continue to evaluate the impact of the improvements we are piloting as outlined above. Case Study – Scottish Government Workplace Adjustments a project team was established to pilot a new approach to workplace adjustments, focusing on the coordination of adjustments during onboarding, the period between new employees being offered a contract and starting work. The team focuses on fostering good relations between new starts and line managers, providing a named point of contact for the new employee who deals with the case until completion. The emphasis is on early, direct and open communication. Depending on the wishes of the employee, the team will also liaise with line managers to discuss workplace adjustments for their new member of staff and provide information about ways of working to help to remove any barriers. The team then takes the responsibility for putting all workplace adjustments in place, allowing for a much smoother induction for both employees and managers. The project team undertook an equality impact assessment early in the process to ensure its work is both evidence-based and user-led. Senior management had previously commissioned research on the experiences of existing disabled staff in Scottish Government in terms of recruitment, retention and progression, and this has proved invaluable in informing the approach. The team are learning as they work through cases and engage with providers, but have also drawn on the expertise of external stakeholders, such as the Business Disability Forum, Workplace Adjustments Network and Public Sector Partnership. The team also continues to engage with Scottish Government's Disabled Staff Network. 
To date, the team have coordinated adjustments for more than 50 new recruits and feedback from both staff and line managers has been overwhelmingly positive. The pilot concluded at the end of December 2020, with resultant learning informing how the service is now expanded and rolled out to existing staff. A fully functioning service is expected to be in place for April 2021, with a communications plan in development for the new service. Public Appointments the Ethical Standards Commissioner has set the Scottish Government a target that 15% of applications for boards of public bodies should be from disabled people. In 2019, 13% of applications received were from disabled people. Although we did not fully achieve the target in 2019, it was a marked improvement on 2018, when 9% of applications were from disabled people. In 2019, 12% of the people appointed were disabled people, which also represented an increase compared to only 7% in 2018, although this is slightly lower than the aforementioned level of applications. In 2020, we worked with Inclusion Scotland to provide disabled people with opportunities to shadow public body boards. We also introduced training for disabled people to become independent panel members and sit on selection panels. Looking forward, in 2021, we will progress actions that were delayed due to the pandemic response and will focus on trialling different sorts of application processes to test if the outcomes for disabled applicants are improved. We will also continue to offer advice and support to disabled people considering applying for public appointments and will take steps to improve accessibility of our information, forms and application portal. Health and Work Tackling the root causes of health inequalities remains a top priority for the Scottish Government. The impact of persistent deprivation poverty and other inequalities have been thrown into sharp relief by COVID-19. This is why our commitment to build a well-being economy is now so vital, with fair and healthy work being an integral part of our commitment. The Health and Work Support Pilot 2018-2020 looked to improve access to support for people at risk of losing their job or who were recently unemployed in Dundee City and Fife. In order to support the NHS response to COVID-19, the Health and Work Support Pilot was concluded in March 2020, three months earlier than originally intended. The pilot brought together existing national services in Scotland, as well as offering further support to unemployed people to simplify the landscape. The aims of the pilot included to increase the numbers accessing health and work support services, to help individuals and their employers to improve and manage their health, to support them to stay in work or to go back into employment 
to understand whether the pilot, as a primary entrance point for NHS-led support, was a streamlined alternative to the complex and confusing landscape of existing health and work support services. There were 2,683 referrals into the pilot from its launch in June 2018 to the end of the pilot in March 2020. Of these, 2,490 were enrolled into case management within the same period. Findings from an implementation review were published in March 2020. Initial analysis suggests that the pilot appeared to have had a positive impact on health and well-being and employment outcomes for people accessing the service. A final evaluation is due to be published in spring 2021. However, COVID-19 may impact this timeline. This paragraph contains a hyperlink. The implementation review can be found at https colon forward slash forward slash www.gov.scot forward slash publications forward slash health hyphen work hyphen support hyphen pilot hyphen interim hyphen evaluation hyphen report hyphen implementation hyphen early hyphen delivery hyphen review forward slash Fair and Healthy Work for All, a review of Scottish Government's health and work strategy, was published at the end of 2019. It made a number of recommendations on addressing barriers for disabled people and those with health conditions to entering into and remaining in work and promoting health and well-being throughout the workplace. Due to COVID-19 and the need to redeploy staff, we have not been able to progress the report's recommendations during the course of 2020 as we had intended to do. However, in recognising the importance of this work, we will commit to carrying out a review of the recommendations made in the report. We will work closely across Scottish Government directorates and Public Health Scotland to ensure the recommendations continue to remain relevant and robust in light of the wide impact of the pandemic across society. The review will identify or reaffirm key actions that we will take forward to progress our shared objectives around fair and healthy work. Health improvement colleagues have continued the rollout of training for supported employment case managers. Based on the National Institute of Disability Management and Research, NIDMAR, programme. As at December 2020, 153 case managers from across health and social care partnerships, local authorities, third and private sectors have engaged in the NIDMAR training programme. Involvement has helped develop strong networks and a collaborative approach to improving local case management across both general and specialist services. 
69 participants successfully completed the training and passed the exam to become registered as Certified Disability Management Practitioners CDMP, with the International Disability Management Standard Council UK and Ireland, exceeding the target for the first full year of the programme. Whilst the pandemic resulted in a number of students having to withdraw due to job changes and new work demands, it is hoped some of these students will be able to rejoin the programme at a later date if they return to the supported employment service. In the meantime, the current cohort are scheduled to finish the training and sit the CDMP exam in May 2021. Supporting Positive Mental Health Quote, We know that meaningful, fair work is an important driver for good mental health and well-being for everyone and can be a positive tool for recovery for those with mental health conditions. We are committed to embedding mental health support in our employability services so that appropriate and timely support is offered to those who need it when they need it. This will support, among others, those further away from the labour market and prepare them to enter and sustain employment. Stigma and marginalisation of those who suffer from mental ill health have no place in Scotland and must be challenged. We have committed to working closely with stakeholders, including trade unions and employer groups, to promote mentally healthy workplaces where mental health and well-being is meaningfully discussed, promoted and supported, and where stigma and discrimination are addressed. End quote. Claire Hoy, MSP, Minister for Mental Health. It is recognised that the economic impacts of COVID-19 are likely to have a significant effect on the public's mental health in the coming years and these impacts are likely to be unevenly distributed. An Institute for Fiscal Studies briefing suggests that if the economic downturn is similar to that experienced after the 2008 financial crisis, the number of people of working age experiencing poor mental health in the UK would rise by half a million. Note, Institute for Fiscal Studies 2020, Recessions and Health, the Long-Term Health Consequences of Responses to the Coronavirus. This text contains a hyperlink. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash ifs.org.uk forward slash publications forward slash 14799 The Scottish Government provides funding to See Me, Scotland's national campaign to end mental health stigma and discrimination. This includes a See Me at Work programme to help workplaces continuously improve their culture, policies and practices. As part of our mental health transition and recovery plan, we will continue our work with See Me to further develop our approach to tackling the fundamental barriers of stigma and discrimination 
building on the conversations about mental health that have taken place across communities over the course of the pandemic and lockdown. Working in collaboration with our mental health colleagues, we will ensure that our mental health response focuses on the central importance of meaningful employment and seeks to mitigate the negative impacts on mental health of unemployment or the risk of unemployment, redundancy and unhealthy workplace practices. We recognise that changing circumstances, e.g. the rapid change to home working, many now having to juggle work and unpaid care, and uncertainty in the labour market, could create new challenges and increase demand for mental health support. The anxieties that some may feel about returning to workplaces is also likely to be a factor. We will also consider the disproportionate impact that COVID-19 may have had on groups who were already experiencing inequalities. We are bringing together the Learning from Projects linked to the Mental Health Strategy 2017-2027 to to develop pathways that enable those seeking to enter or remain in work to access appropriate and timely mental health and employability support. In driving this work, NHS Public Health Scotland, Health and Work Directorate, delivered a range of programmes over the course of 2020, including Mentally Healthy Workplace Training for Line Managers, over 300 people trained, Resilience and Wellbeing Workshops, and Managers' Competency Workshops. The Work Positive programme has also been promoted through the introduction of an improved electronic platform and a new Stress in the Workplace online learning resource. The Health and Work Advice Line has received over 130 inquiries from employees slash employers regarding mental health in the workplace. Work on the development of a framework of standards to promote mentally healthy workplaces and testing of the standards was paused as a result of the pandemic, but will resume in the coming year. Working in partnership with NHS Education for Scotland, the development of resources to support improved knowledge and skills of the Scottish workforce around mental health improvement, self-harm and suicide prevention has been completed. This includes a series of animations to support better communication around mental health, thus contributing to more mentally healthy workplaces. Digital facilitation resources are now available which provide workplaces with the opportunity to deliver their own awareness raising training. These are available via NHS Education for Scotland NES. This paragraph contains hyperlinks. The resources can be found at https colon forward slash forward slash learn.nes.nhs.scot forward slash 33734 forward slash mental hyphen health hyphen improvement hyphen and hyphen prevention 
hyphen of hyphen self hyphen harm hyphen and hyphen suicide forward slash informed hyphen level hyphen resources NHS Education for Scotland NES can be found at https colon forward slash forward slash www.nes.scot.nhs.uk forward slash we are also supporting the Rural Mental Health Forum and RSABI to provide mental health support to rural and agricultural communities through £450,000 of direct support. With 170 organisations engaging in the forum, its reach is now extending to over half the population of rural Scotland. They also work directly with the Equality Network and Carers Trust to engage with young carers in rural areas. RSABI provide direct, emotional, practical and financial support to families across Scottish agriculture, including addressing the impacts of COVID-19 and Brexit. RSABI also support the Yellow Wellies initiative to promote good mental health and well-being for all ages in agricultural communities. Case study Fife Council Just Ask, Listen, Talk Fife Council supported employment service, consulted with small to medium local businesses to learn more about their view of mental health in the workplace. This led to the production of the Just Ask, Listen, Talk JALT toolkit, which helps employers to support people at work or off sick and struggling due to poor mental health, and outlines the building blocks of how to create and sustain a mentally healthy workplace. The JALT toolkit is particularly useful for small to medium-sized enterprises, SMEs, who may not have in-house HR or occupational resources to support them. JALT takes away legal jargon and provides practical step-by-step guidance to help the employer have sensitive conversations about mental health in the workplace. Information is also provided about organisations in Fife who can improve employers' responses and the actions they can take to ensure mental health at work remains an ongoing effort of every business success plan. Employer 1 quote, This is exactly what we would utilise to signpost and support our staff more effectively. We've seen the difference of having open communication with staff about mental health. It's made us more approachable and able to resolve issues regarding mental health. Employer 2 quote, We know for a fact staff have cited other physical reasons for absences because they feel unable to talk openly about the real reason, poor mental health. It would be a positive step to be able to promote a mentally healthy workplace and encourage open and candid conversations about it. 
normalising this type of conversation and promoting good mental health practices frequently among staff would probably encourage employees to feel more able to approach us when they aren't feeling great. The Workplace Equality Fund The Workplace Equality Fund, WEF, which was relaunched in November 2020, provides funding to collaborative projects between the private, public and third sector organisations. These groups include, but are not limited to, women, disabled people, older workers and minority ethnic workers. Through this fund, employers will build their capacity to address equality issues and further develop their efforts to create diverse and inclusive workplaces. As outlined in our action plan, we had proposed initiating a specific campaign to promote the positive business case for employing disabled people to employers. However, in scoping this work, it was identified that the objectives of this piece of work overlapped with both the WEF and the work of the Public Social Partnership, PSP, see below, and therefore risked duplication. The decision was therefore taken to pause this proposal and instead to provide a boost to the WEF in 2020-21. We will review the proposal later in 2021 once the PSP's work programme has been further developed to consider if such a campaign would add value to this existing work. Through WEF, 20-21, we are funding four projects specifically focusing on disabled people. These will be delivered by Deaf Action, Glasgow Centre for Inclusive Living, GCIL, SUSE and Inclusion Scotland. In addition, Borders College will expand their programme that supports young parents, including providing support to improve mental health. Case study, helping people stay in work, five prescription for work. Prescription for work is for people engaging with GP surgeries who are either getting repeat prescriptions or who are off sick or struggling at work due to disabilities or health issues. The goal is to support people through a supported employment offer that leads to negotiating accommodations slash adjustments with the employer. An employer offer of equality, diversity and disability awareness training in the workplace and retention support for as long as required or supporting someone onto an employability pathway to find a job and improve their physical and mental well-being, thus reducing reliance on more costly medical interventions. There has been increased demand for support from some disabled people who were already employed, but where changes in working requirements as a result of the pandemic have impacted on their ability to continue working. Many employees who previously required little to no support to work independently 
have been affected by the need to shield increased caring responsibilities and or having inadequate equipment or adaptations to allow them to work from home. We increased our prescription for work offer for employers and employees to reduce the likelihood of individuals losing their job and enable employers to make the necessary changes to support their staff. Staff supporting this offer are trained to an international standard in vocational rehabilitation, completing the relevant training to become certified disability management professionals. Case study. Claire has a learning disability and has been working full-time for the last 12 years as a dining room assistant at KFC with no requirement for support. Claire was furloughed due to COVID-19 for five months and on return to work, her job looked very different with new health and safety regulations and changes to her role. Claire found these changes difficult and struggled to process new information. A digital walk around of the worksite was provided to assess the environment, which helped produce a description of the changes. A series of one-to-one digital sessions was provided to support Claire to learn and understand the new regulations and changes, along with a three-way digital session with her employer and a work buddy to help them understand the areas Claire needed additional support. Claire has now been back at work for four months, has adapted well to the new working conditions and no longer needs additional support in her job. Public Social Partnership We have established a Public Social Partnership, PSP, led by SUSE, assisted by Ready for Business. Over the past year, the PSP has established its governance and project management structures and used co-production to develop projects to test and learn from. The focus of this activity has remained firmly on ensuring employers are equipped to recruit and retain disabled people by targeting and trialling solutions to identified gaps in employer processes, practice and knowledge. Five work streams have been identified with business plans developed for each. Attract and recruit. Retention. Public sector. Transitions. And underrepresented groups. A focus on employers is important to us, which is why, in addition to testing and learning from the five distinct projects, the PSP will also engage up to 150 employers over the coming months, delivering taster sessions to increase their knowledge, confidence and capacity to recruit and retain disabled employees. We will also ask employers who take part to sign up as strategic employer partners. Business and Enterprise Support Scottish Enterprise, SE, and Highlands and Islands Enterprise, HIE, strive to ensure that case managers have the skills and knowledge to promote the business benefits of the employment of disabled workers to businesses seeking to expand. 
During the past year, HIE has held staff webinar sessions on the importance of fair work and promoting the benefits to clients. SE is mapping existing support and advice on employment of disabled people to better inform and equip all client-facing enterprise agency staff. The intention is to build on this throughout the coming year, ensuring that disabled people can benefit from the economic recovery in a post-COVID Scotland. Fair Work First Through our Fair Work First flagship policy, we are working to ensure that fair and sustainable employment practices are adopted by employers across Scotland. We have extended our Fair Work First criteria to ask employers to take action to create more diverse and inclusive workplaces explicitly reflecting the Scottish Government's priority for tackling barriers preventing disabled people from entering and participating fully in work. This paragraph contains a hyperlink. Fair Work First can be found at https colon forward slash forward slash www.gov.scot forward slash publications forward slash fair hyphen work hyphen action hyphen plan forward slash in january 2021 we published guidance to support employers and those involved in awarding public sector grants sponsorship and other funding to implement fair work first It provides examples of good practice for each of the criteria, explains the benefits for workers and organisations, and illustrates action employers can take to develop greater diversity and inclusion in the workplace, including for disabled people. This paragraph contains a hyperlink. The guidance can be found at https colon forward slash forward slash www.gov.scot forward slash publications forward slash fair hyphen work hyphen first hyphen guidance hyphen support hyphen implementation forward slash We have recently published a Fair Work Employer Support Tool to enable employers to self-assess their working practices against the dimensions of fair work and access support to help with continuous improvement. Targeted at small and medium-sized enterprises, SMEs, it will be further developed in 2021-22 to help small and micro-businesses and employers in the gig economy adopt fairer work practices. This paragraph contains a hyperlink. Fair Work Employer Support Tool can be found at https colon forward slash forward slash fairworktool.scot forward slash Through the COVID-19 Fair Work Statement, issued jointly by the Cabinet Secretary for Economy, Fair Work and Culture, the STUC and leaders across the public, private and third sectors, 
we have maintained a focus on promoting fair work practice, including by encouraging employers to facilitate flexible working arrangements to protect disabled people from the virus and enable them to continue working. Further detail on the progress in implementing our overarching Fair Work Action Plan can be found at https colon forward slash forward slash www.gov.scot forward slash publications forward slash fair hyphen work hyphen action hyphen plan hyphen annual hyphen report forward slash